0: Hello and welcome back to the A3 footy podcast, my name is Alex Catalano, the band is back together for our first AFLW episode altogether, I believe of the season, Alex Miller.
1: Yep, no it's very exciting to have you back, Cat. it was a sad episode without you last week but it was fun putting it together in some respects but yes, happy to have all three of us back and united.
0: Alex Doherty, a great week of
2: AFLW.
0: some big wins
2: some big oh. losses
0: but also some absolute Rippers that I cannot wait to get stuck into
2: I'll tell you what we, we've had we've had some some good starts by a few clubs cat and some starts that a... have <laughs> caught us by surprise we, we should say um true it's true but it's true. But, fa- but fantastic start to the round but also some some some, some big injuries as well it's been oh, mm. a pre- pretty shocking weekend overall for for in the injury front i think there was I think maybe three ACLs, four ACLs, maybe. Yeah, I, I think. It's no good coming out of this weekend alone. So that's um that's you know, not not a bit of a bit of a da- bit of a dampener on 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 the weekend, but some good good performances all around. Cat.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll get to the injuries in a little bit, but we'll start the episode off with what we liked and what we didn't like from the round. So I guess we'll go with the positives first, boys, and I'll throw it over to you first, Doc. What did you like out of round two? I
2: like that the dogs are two and zip. Uh, yes, it's very good. That, isn't that, that, it? uh, very, very good. But uh, look, I I I thought w I thought they've both been very gutsy wins mm. for different different reasons. I think GWS last week they sort of kept coming and Elise Parker and Cora Stoughton were like kept kept knocking down the door and you know, Celine Ridge says no. Um we, we will not let you in. <laughs> There's a bolt on it, you can't get in. There's a bolt on it. But like, but this week in Gisport was different because I think it was in the second quarter when Br- Britt Gutneck went down with that horrible mm. broken mm. leg and we we send our best wishes to Britta and just a, a fantastic young young player. Yeah, we, they, they the dogs could have folded right there and then. Yeah, but they but they didn't. I thought I thought their resolve in that contest against Port and we saw Port against West Coast Miller. They they, mm. they had West Coast on toast for, for the middle two quarters of that game in round one, but they dominated Port around in almost every statistical category. And I, I just think that speaks about where the Dogs are heading this year. I, I don't expect them to be, you know, contenders. You know, you've still got Melbourne, you've still got Brisbane as, as the, top of the top of the pile sort of uh, flair contenders. But I, I can de- I'm can, i definitely optimistic about playing finals this year.
0: With Frio playing the way they are, Doc, and following that you've got Hawth the I week after.
2: I, I do not want to say it. You have a genuine d-
0: chance to go four and I, zip I heading do, into I the d- Clash of North. I do not want hey, to now say it. I do not want to say it,
2: Cat. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've, got, we've got a good run. Don't don't get You've me got a wrong. Very good run, and I, and look, we'll talk about Freya a little bit later. But I I think it's I I said it when when the fixture came out. I think I think we had a really good run, but I think we had a a really good draw anyway. But it's it's, it's a very it's very good for us. You know, we could potentially be four and zip. I don't want to you know put the moz on my team um, mm. because I just want to see them go to work, put their heads down, mm. and uh, whatever whatever wherever the cards fall, they shall. Um, but. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I liked this weekend. No, nah, that's
0: a good call. I think what I liked to see was teams like Gold Coast bouncing back mm. after a pretty that poor... Was, that, was, that was a
2: massive win.
0: ...round one. I thought they were absolutely amazing. The first three quarters dropped off a little bit in the last when the Eagles started to charge, but... Considering how far behind the pace they looked in round one, Miller, I was hugely, hugely happy with how they responded, and I'm sure uh, Cam Joyce would be happy more than anyone. Good to see a few good moments throughout this game as well. Giselle Davies kicking her first goal on debut. Uh, I don't think she even believed she'd kicked it until no, it actually went she through. Did. She <laughs> she reacted by, by the time it hit the fence. I didn't even. <laughs> she was a bit behind it. But how good was Courtney Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, how good get, was that? Gets the team of the week later, but Courtney Jones kicking her first couple of snags in Suns colours was great. Um, Ash Atkins kicking her first goal against the Eagles, against her old side, was fantastic too. Her pressure as well was excellent. Um, just some great moments all around from this game, I thought. Really, really proud of, like I said, how they bounced back. I thought the midfield
2: was working excellently.
0: Mm. We gave her a bit of stick last week, Doc, but Jack DuPay, I thought, had her she, best game probably in really the good. AFLW. She, she,
2: yeah, that was a very good game. A very good game, and we sort of talked about you know w- whether or not... The the forward line structure was where I was Miller and I were talking about mm. a little bit last week about where they're at and you know bah- the, the Barter Express uh, got got back up and running with a goal this week um, <laughs> which is which is very good but also it's about their about their connections f- forward of mm. forward of um, forward of center yeah. and and Dupay was pretty good I, I thought playing as that sort of uh, second up ruck to Lauren Bella Bella was getting around the ground a little bit more which is good she's nine hitouts no, not really good Depay, nineteen yeah. hitouts two marks twelve disposal she's She's definitely a mobile uh, unit, um, Jack DuPay. She
1: tackles well, also, I like. Yeah, I really five, like.
2: Five tackles. Speaking of good tacklers, how good was it to have Nice Bradfield back? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> oh. good. Eight
1: tackles. Fantastic
2: stuff. That's so very good. good. Uh, I th- and I think as well, what what makes this win even better is that Jamie Stanton went down with what's yeah. suspected of a serious knee injury. I haven't heard what the, mm. what the official prognosis is, but it, it looked pretty bad. Um she went down. I think it was the first five to seven minutes of that game, um, and they just and they just sort of went about. They just kept going. The Gold Coast. They sort yeah. of. You know, it's. It, I think they've it's
0: good st- resilience from them.
2: They've. They've got. They've still got that mental resolve from last season. I think. Mm. I, I think they'll just jot it down last week as a, as a blip. Yeah. Um. And North Melbourne. I was telling you as well, Cat. I think. I think they're going to be a side that a lot of people are going to sleep on. Yeah. Uh, particularly in the first month and a bit of this comp.
0: Well, I was a bit yeah doubtful on them, and I had them still in the finals race. I think they'll still win enough games to be well and truly in finals but they showed they can still match it with the best even taking away all those players out of that Suns and Eagles game too I was really happy to see that the Eagles didn't drop their heads towards the end of the game it would have been very easy heading into that last quarter Miller with not a single goal on the scoreboard to just roll over and make it an absolutely huge smashing but they kicked a couple of goals back they started to get the footy on their terms again which for a team that's still building and still so young I thought was really impressive as well it's
1: important absolutely cat. great call and I think that's the difference so now it's only round two, but a difference from last year, the mentality and yep. this group looks dedicated to say, "Well, we're losing. We're probably not going to win, but let's see that four quarters. Let's give our best for that." And they should be really—they should hold their head high. They were beaten yep. by a good Suns team that that looked really strong. But yeah, I'm going to go to something I liked. Cat, I went. I'm going to go to your mob and Carlton. This yes. game was just oh. <laughs> a great a great contest in terms of sort of where both these sides are at, and um. Just so many players that played well, and I thought that overall the quality of contest is what stood out to me mm-hmm. here. You know, it wasn't a big high-scoring game, but it's good to see some goals get kicked, but just the overall impact of every every touch, every tackle, every yeah. knock-on mattering, and it's season-defining stuff, early days in terms of maybe not. Both teams aren't going to make finals, but how are their season's going to go in terms of being positive moving forward? I thought you guys played really well.
0: I can't question the effort that they no. put in. I thought that the middle couple of quarters, second and third quarter, it was just execution that wasn't there at yeah. all, and letting it the ball out of the the midfield a bit easily. And I want to say as well, yeah, it's I'm as much as I hated losing by one point to this mob. I'm happy to see that Carlton aren't a complete rabble. No. <laughs> I think it's better for the comp that they are. Playing Mm. all right. Um, Obviously, they looked shades better, significantly better than their round one game. And uh, it should be interesting this week. Big opportunity against Port at home
2: for them. Tell you what, Keely Skeppard Miller. Mm. How good was she? Robbed (laughs)
0: robbed of a rising star nomination for mine, Doc. (laughs) A
2: couple of of players robbed of a rising star. I thought Riley Wilcox (laughs) played superbly well. Heidi Woodley, too. And, and And you know what? Look, we're going a little bit off, off off script here, but I got a message from a, uh, a Rabid dogs uh, supporter. You know, g- you know, we we keep in contact a fair bit, but he uh, he, he makes sure he reminded me of uh, the the tweet I sent about Heidi Woodley uh, saying that it was a poor selection when Charlie Ryan and and so- Sophia McCarthy were right there to <laughs> right there to take. And you know that's you know, fair enough. You know, you know you know when you're wrong, and I was definitely wrong on that one. She's Heidi a Woodley. gutsy little kid, Doc. Oh, oh, I'm she's a big fan of her. Incredible, incredible! I right. want to
1: ask you, Doc, because I know me and Cat are already in love with this player. She's fantastic, Paige Scott. But how did you see her <laughs> game, and also Georgia G? How did you uh, see both of them go? Oh, uh,
2: on Paige Scott, um, she was fantastic. Are you on
1: the bandwagon now with us?
2: I've, I was on the bandwagon, bandwagon last week. You now
1: you're officially locked in a seat, though. Uh, now I,
2: I, I've got my seat. I've kicked somebody out. Cats, cats, <laughs> put the belt on. I put uh, the buckle patted,
1: on. Patted the cushion, and you're on the train. And <laughs> well, Mill driving. Yeah, I'm driving it. You're driving it. I've okay. been driving it since the draft, Cat. And you have you. Early, you got first seen the house, and here we are.
2: Yeah, no, I've, I've had to kick somebody out. Uh, I've got myself I've got myself a seat. Um, she was I'm all aboard. She's just so good, Paige Scott, isn't she? And and George got
0: the year nom too, so just cheekily gave that a vote <laughs> before I got here. Of course, Kat.
2: And yeah, on Georgia J, I thought she was good. Mm. Uh, look, she, she's not going to be a like I don't. Uh, I don't expect her to be a superstar 20-plus disposal player, but I thought she was, at ground level, she was good. Her pressure was very good. I I thought there was a lot of things that I liked about her game as as that sort of half-forward type operator.
0: I think she'll build into the team, G. She had a really slow start with the practice games, but I think over time, the chemistry will grow and she'll get her midfield to forward time a bit more right, and I think she'll be fine, just fine with the team. Um, what we didn't like, boys, I think the obvious thing is the injuries <laughs> from the weekend. Oh,
1: that was so sad. So many big ones. Stano, as we mentioned yeah, already. Stano.
0: Jade Van Dyke over at the Saints. Looks like a potential ACL. Lou Stevenson yeah, no, that, and they, Tamara they, Luke.
2: They, they confirmed that uh, Van Dyke's yeah, ACL ACL. Uh, Tam Luke, yes, uh, that's an ACL as well.
0: Britt Goodneck as we mentioned as mm. well, with the leg break. Horrible for mm. her.
2: Um, The game was stopped for nearly 40 minutes. uh, Ambulance on the field too. I've never seen anything like that. It
0: was really, really unfortunate. Um, So horrible, so many injuries this week. Hopefully everybody recovers well. We've already got so many players still out from last season with ACLs recovering too. Um, So it's not great for the competition when all these players Mm. keep going down. It's really unfortunate and hopefully it doesn't get any worse from here you got to look at the bright side, I guess, that players are going to get opportunities in those places. But so many of these players as well, leaders of clubs too, Doc, like we said, Stanton, um, Lou Stevenson, Tamara Luke, all in the leadership groups of their clubs, which mm. is going to be huge. Mm. Huge losses to cover. Impact.
2: They can't. They can't, af- that, Hawthorne can't. Couldn't afford to lose these sort of players. You know, we have our grievances about Lou Stevenson, Cat, but we both agree as well that she has a sense of you know professionalism yeah. and leadership that a lot of these younger players, you Sophie Locke type that players, they need. That they yeah. need. And, and now, now it's gone. And you know she'll, oh, she'll be, she might be gone, but she'll, she'll still her presence be, she, on field. Her I presence mean, on yeah. the field, yeah, she'll
1: we'll, be there. Oh, I guarantee, she'll be there every week on the side. She, she'll, oh, yeah. she'll
2: be, give, she'll be given all the, uh, all the words from the sidelines. But uh, and, and and Tam Luke, I, I just cannot speak highly about enough about what she's had to go through since mm. being cut by St Kilda yep. to get through on it, to you know she's been toiling away at VFLW level at Hawthorne and she's had a bloody good year this year and. To have that taken away through a, through a knee injury, I think it was in the first five seconds of the game. First ruck contest of the game. Yeah. That, that's that's it. Uh, it's horrible for her. Football sucks sometimes, Cat. It so really, really tell does. Tell you
1: what I didn't like. My team. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Very disappointing. You spoke pre-air, Cat, about we could have put this game away, but
0: we just decided not to. <laughs> yeah. Beck Miller, Bec Miller had money on Adelaide, apparently. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I know we're talking to the bads. There was some really exciting there some moments good out of this. Mielsy Yassir's goal, oh. that absolute spear, was fantastic. Um, but yeah, like you said, just those. I, I thought once Beck Miller stuffed out that first kicked out kick out. You know, get her out of there, pull her high up the ground, put her at half center half back, let someone else do it. But it's unfortunate. I hope they wrap her, wrap their arms around her this week because it happens sometimes. Sometimes hap, hap, you just
2: happens to a lot of players. Yeah, people make
0: mistakes. Of we're only human. You can't put the blame solely on her. Like we said, you had plenty of other opportunities throughout this game. I thought Wakefield was good.
2: Yeah, she was. Would it so would, good. Have been good, would have been good if she kicked those first two goals in the first quarter, though. Yeah, those <laughs> behind you yes. can really set yourself up. That's, no. that's, that's, almost, that's almost Taylor Harris level. I mean, of, things uh, we don't like
1: misses. as well is Frio, but we're going to get to them more yes. <laughs> later. I, but they that, that were something that I thought was...
2: I just want to say about Port Adelaide, this is, and this is not a big issue, mm. but this is sort of... You know, look, when your best players are players in their second career game, I, I worry a lot. <laughs> mm. You know, Gemma Houghton only had four touches. You know, I didn't think. Well, Aaron... just
0: an update on Houghton as well, Doc. She's going to be out for the next six weeks. Oh. She's undergone surgery on her foot or her ankle, I believe oh. it was. Okay. okay. Well, that... so that's not great for them.
2: Well, that that, that almost just disintegrates their forward line structure because mm. what who, little they had. Yeah, like who who like, who's gonna who's going to kick goals at Port? I, I can't tell you anymore. But, I mean, they kicked one goal in 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 four quarters. I didn't know four. who was
0: going to kick him before. Got to get Phillips in there permanently, I guess, Neil.
2: Erin Phillips had twelve touches. I don't think she had a massive presence around the ground. Yeah, Uh, yeah. and I don't know whether or not she's playing hurt, or whether or not she's sort of, um, or whether or not she's being played out of position. But she just—they—they need a player like her to stand up. I thought Ange Foley was okay, but she's not. (laughs) There were some stupid (laughs)
0: moments from the leaders. I thought throughout this game, Doc Port are the highest tackling team in the comp, but I think at times they've uh, Mm. misguided their aggression a little bit. Foley had a moment in the third quarter, the end of the third quarter, where it was only, I think, nine points difference, and she gave away that 50-minute penalty. I can't remember who it was to, but it was an easy goal for the Dogs, and that sort of killed any hope of Port getting back in the game. I
2: thought from one of your
0: leaders, that's really poor.
2: Yeah, I, that's that's the thing that I'm getting at here. Like The, the leaders are not standing up, you know. At Hannah Dunn, I've been critical about since her last season at Gold Coast. She, mm. I, I think she's been very poor.
0: Yeah, she needed to step up, especially round one. I thought she was pretty poor late in the game when the Eagles forward started to get more of the ball in their M- hands. M- M-
2: M- Newell's had two touches. Uh, Maria Maloney had a great game against West Coast, but only the six touches and four tackles. No mm. presence around contest. Sermon tried, but again, Oof. 10 disposals, not very, not lifting. You know, I thought the best players were Alex Ballard. Ballard uh, was fantastic. Abby Darrick again was fantastic, and Emily Borg got actually two coaches' votes. Yeah, good on her. She, she, she I thought she was good too. Um, yeah, good game. That that's that's where that's where I think Port. Uh, that's where I worry about Port. Yeah. It, 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 and, and I think they would have been gearing up as you know this is a, you know we've got a good list we've got a decent list, you know both you know good blend of AFLW talent, senior experience talent, good state league players. Draft days coming through. They look like a million bucks. Hannah Ewings was good too. Yeah, should be games. Um, but, but yeah, look, the leaders the leaders aren't doing enough for them. Yeah,
0: they've got to step up this week, especially against Carlton, who will push them around if they don't stamp their authority early, and if the leaders don't get moving. So, yeah. with out and out, it's kind of a key moment here for Port in their season, whether they can win games and be the team we expected them to be, or they drop off and don't manage to. Take many at all because they're at risk now. If they can't turn it around, suddenly a lot of these winnable games don't look so winnable anymore. Uh, it might be the Swans in round four. I think they'll still comfortably handle, given the way the Swans have been going, fading out late in games. But might be a bit tougher for them than initially thought uh, in 20. I'm going to say 2022, Season 7 rather, not 2022. Uh, we want to look at the Saints though, yes. boys. We've been very happy with how they started the season. Two rounds in and they're the second highest scoring team in the comp, Miller, just behind the Lions, which I don't think any of us saw coming. I don't think any of us saw them being two and zip no. to start off the season, at least. Obviously, it, we, we probably backed them in against the Swans, but this week was dominance, absolute dominance. Was yeah. just clinical.
2: It it was very good. Uh, and look, I I don't want to take anything away from what the Saints have done the first two weeks, but you also got to take into account that their two wins have come at mm. expansion teams. Big test this week against Melbourne. Yeah, we'll, we'll really Huge find test. out where they sit amongst you know the best team, the best teams in the comp. And I think there's going to be a good challenge for the St Kilda Football Club because I I think look, I think one of the we talk about a, a few reasons why they they've lifted so far this year, but I think the forward line structure has been. Arguably, the the biggest improver.
0: Mm. Uh, it was always going to be a good addition with Nick Stevens in there. I think she just adds a bit of structure, but when you've got uh, Kate Sheila and Caitlin Graza kicking five goals between them as well, that's certainly a big help. Obviously, we know that Hawks didn't have Stevenson for most of this game, who was obviously always going to be down in that back line helping out. Uh, so the youngsters were a bit more exposed, but... I thought despite that, structurally-wise, like you said, the leading patterns, the kicking goals from basically wherever they wanted, just looked like a different Saints unit.
1: We're just marking the ball a lot better as well compared to 12 months ago. Well, not even 12 months ago. Six months ago. Six months ago now. I think just think as well, they had one less inside 50, but three more marks inside 50. And I think, in general, that's the thing. Generating 18th scoring shots is really... Well, scoring 18 scoring shots is really good yeah. so there's lots of positives to take out of how they're tracking
2: there there is and I, and I think there are you know many reasons I, look we talk about Nicholas Stevens but I think there are two other forwards in there that are, that are that add great dynamics to this team one of them is Nicola Zenos who yep. I yes. think who look I won't won't, won't deal out my uh, rolling a, a team this week but just for one spoiler she's in there <laughs> the best forward 50 tackler in the comp at the moment yeah she's been, been a good reason yeah Nicholas Zenos and and <laughs> That's the sort of... That you, it's the sort of pressure that you need. She's just, a, she's just a little terrier just looking to help turn the ball over at any opportunity. I yeah. think she's been great. Yeah. The, the other one is Jess Matten. and yes. she, I, She's I, a really nice girl. I say this about Jess Matten a lot, but she is one of the most skilled users of the ball mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Like, she, I, every time I watch a Jess Matten game, she kicks them from literally five, five rows in <laughs> Five rows in in the stand. She's got an eye for the gold, at least. She she works the angle so well, and <laughs> I, I can't explain it. Like you just need to go and watch her how, mm. how she kicks the ball, and and, it just, and she just has that the, the magical method that you can't as a coach you can't teach. Mm. You that's, can't? Something, that's something you just it's something you just have to yeah back back her in, and she she obviously does a lot of work with the ball with the ball as well, so. They're two, they're two players that I think that really stand out. We're talking about Sheila in career-best form. Graves had a, a great return to form this week. But those two, I think, are the standouts.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a big test for them this week against Melbourne. Obviously, last season, they ran them really hard for three quarters. Yeah. Miller, and they played a really high-intensity pressure style. I think with the likes of Patricios back in and some players in really good form. Rosie Dillon, I thought, had a really good pressure game as well in the middle. Uh, the defence will be the one that's the question mark for me standing up in this game. The D's offence has been pretty strong. Uh, If they play Harris in the ruck, though, I think that's an interesting one where maybe the Saints could look a bit stronger down back without her threatening in there. Yeah,
1: it might actually go to their advantage. It'll be interesting how they structure up against, as you said, a Melbourne team that, you know, is one of the best, if not the best, forward line in the comp with Mm. their potency and their ability to score and score heavily and quickly. So... If Kate Hawke can bloody find the goals this week. Well, <laughs> if, she, if she feels like it, she can de- She can definitely do it. She's an absolute talent. Um,
2: feel, feel cute. Might kick three this week. I don't know. <laughs> She's um, a,
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just think that, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see. You talked about last time they met, if the Saints can be sustainable playing mm. that brand because no reason why not, Doc. They're in good form and they're playing pretty well. So, It'll
2: be inter- it interesting that midfield battle. Yeah, I, I think Melbourne have got the best midfield in the comp right now. They do, I, they do, and <laughs> yes, I, and I think you look at you look at what the Saints have got, and I think look, there's good signs. I mean, I thought Hannah Stewart played well. Yes, yeah, Tani Ta- White though is one player that <laughs> I think is going to be very is going to be a a big big f- uh, factor in this game. She came miles already last season.
0: She's looking like she's going to kick it up another gear this
1: season. If she season. kicked those two goals, my gosh, it would have <laughs> been absolute my woman of would the Would have week. given her the three.
2: Absolutely. Three right. uh, you know, Against Hawthorne, the, the biggest two bounce attendances were um, Tony White and Dylan. aside from mm. the ruck. But we all know Aaron is going to be predominantly the ruck uh, in that Saints team. But then you've got Petrikos, who's attended 57% of centre bounce attendances. She's still just, you know, finding her feet. I, I give her until round five six where she really takes off. Yeah, I agree. Because because mm. she, she's missed she's missed a lot of footy, um, and she'll and she'll end up and all all she, all, the, all she'll need is a few weeks. So, like she found she was starting to get going again that last that last quarter against Hawthorne. And I thought, you will know, when when they when they all mesh together, it's gonna be an interesting, it's gonna be a fun team to watch this Saints side.
0: They've got a lot of building still to come the Saints, but I think you're right, they're well on the right track. Uh, a team who's on the opposite track at the moment. <laughs> they're off the Maris rails. Frio, they're spiralling downhill. They're, a-
2: they're actually off the rails, cat.
0: Gabby O'Sullivan out for this week too. Oh. Another leader down. Oh, no. Another
1: player down is yeah. more concerned. We spoke about this last week, Doc. they just got no one left. Oh. Running out of soldiers.
2: They've got no soldiers. Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: What, what is going wrong, I think, is structurally because of the outs is what's mm. sort of kicking on, is that not only are you losing players, you're losing... Sort of game plan and what needs to be done to get results. Well, we was talk-
2: well, we t- we were talking a little bit about this last week. Um, mm. we, we, you don't have Gemma Houghton there as a the number one forward anymore. And I thought that, and I th- and I think one of Frio's flaws one was, mark inside fifty. One of Frio's flaws was they they looked to her often, one. and she had the speed to burn defenders. One yep. mark inside. And I d- and I don't know <laughs> and I don't know if I see Roxy Roo or Amy no. Franklin doing it. One mark. I thought what? I thought Tie presented well. Um, you know, you might might have mentioned Kat she was bumbling around like a bit of a half wit, but I thought she presented <laughs> I thought she presented herself at the football well. Towards the end of the game she made some very questionable
0: decisions, but <laughs> who wasn't at the dockers honestly towards nah. the end of the game?
2: there's just a uh, there's just a lot of players there. There not enough depth for mine. There's just you know Laura Pugh came back in this week. She what she was pretty ineffective. Um, Jess you know, Lowe potentially to come back in this week too. She should come back in. She yeah. Uh, mm. But the big question mark is whether or not Janelle will be fine because mm. she's got that broken yeah. nose. She didn't play. Didn't play this week.
0: She's touch and go. I think for this weekend, Doc.
2: I think they need oh, look to say they need her is an understatement, yeah. and it's a big <laughs> understatement because the. They they would all they would almost go in undersized. You, mm. know? And, you know, Celine Moody we saw in, in round one against the the Giants absolutely towered Pepper Randall. Um, in that well, Pepper Randall's the other one now with the ACL yeah, as well. Yeah, that's it. Yep, yep. Um, but I think that you know the Dogs probably need a few few weeks to get their forward line structures into gear. But it looked pretty, it looked pretty hit and miss in the first two weeks. But the the thing that the thing that gets me is one behind in in four quarters. Uh, and, and, and and it's not that they had limited opportunities they had 20 inside 50s one mark for one mark inside 50s one mark like like what what is Roxy Roo doing what uh, you know Amy Franklin you know we we have seen some good in her mm. the uh, you know last season she had that had that r- uh, purple patch against the dogs where she kicked two goals in about 3 minutes but the, uh, it's just the ball is the ball use that that, that gets me I'm not sure what Coops
0: is doing with a couple of these players as well. Nikki Gore, Doc, I'm not sure why she's playing in the forward line. I want to see her permanently she... in the midfield. Especially I, now. She, she was
2: good in the back line at Adelaide. Like, what What's she doing?
0: Yeah, it's a weird one. She's She seems primed to be an inside midfielder, but she's just not getting time in but there. Especially now, Kat, given what the midfield is looking like with the yeah. outside. I know the forward line's the area that needs yes. the most work at the moment, and without Cuthbertson, the back line definitely doesn't too, but... Yeah, I they don't know. Cooked. You've got to play the players to their strengths. It's cooks. <laughs> it's clearly showing on the likes of Hayley Miller, who hasn't quite oh. reached form yet in the first couple of games.
2: <laughs> well, it was interesting hearing um, Coop's post-game that saying that both Bowers and Miller had interrupted pre-seasons.
0: Yeah, it doesn't help.
2: <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> it help at
1: all. they got a tough run, Fremantle. They've got, obviously, the Dogs this week, and then they've got Carlton, and then they've got West Coast. So it's not getting easier. Mm. So, no, it's not. Uh, just Especially given the state of what the hell is going
2: on. <laughs> and there's just a lot of players here that yeah. haven't got a haven't got a lot of you know top fly exposure, you know. You look at look at that Irish woman, all our Lally. Just <laughs> I hope I got that one. I hope I got that one <laughs> I, 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 watched, twister, I, I watched her against Brisbane. Like Sophie Conway takes a mark inside fifty cat. Mm. She goes to where she is and then just runs off. <laughs> What the hell are they doing?
0: Oh, I don't know, Doc. I don't uh, know what.
2: You know, Mat- Matty Scanlon's playing. You know, you got Amy Maholod. I actually thinks done some nice things sort of around mm. that half forward mm. line. But
0: Kaufman, too, has been buzzing around.
2: Yeah, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Andy Kaufman in the wrestling match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, they've got some work to do,
0: Freyo. Oh, I think that's a really tough spot.
2: Yeah, when yeah S- Sarah Wheelstra is, you know, a very, very raw player. You know, We're
0: starting to see, I think, finally the effect of the expansion on Frio where it was almost like the dam wall was threatening to break, Doc. <laughs> and now the, it's just absolutely and flooded. It,
2: and it doesn't help that the Antonios are not there. No. no. It's
0: basically like they did leave and go to Victoria. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, change is about as good as a holiday, they say, Kat. Big couple of weeks of Frio ahead. I think they've
0: got a lot of questions to answer if the injuries keep piling up. I don't know. I said it pre-season. Too many kids in important positions, and if they lose a couple of players, that's it. And what do you know? (laughs) And here we are. (laughs) It's happened.
2: And the presence of Steph Kane as well can't be understated. Yep. She, been, she was
0: massive on the weekend, Kano. She had yeah, such a good game.
2: Absolutely. Fa- oh, just fantastic player, Kano. We love her to bits.
0: We love her. Uh, we'll move on, boys, to who's the woman choosing our best players from across the weekend. I'm going to start us off because I talked a little bit about this team before, but I've got to give love to one of our absolute favourites because she's always overlooked. Uh, but I'm very ha- gra- grateful to see her getting a MVP nomination this week, and that is Ali Drennan. Yes. It's Dreno's midfield, as you always say, Doc. It's hers to run. Ra- and stuff, she, Charlie. She <laughs> bloody ran it this week. 24 disposals, nine tackles, if you don't mind. Kicked a lovely snag, too, which you always love to see. Your midfielders hitting the scoreboard. She was just immense uh, in the midfield, and I thought the group around her with Chaz, with Claudia Whitford, is building really, really nicely. Um, I think they're going to be a great little group together. Jasmine Smith, showing she's got the pressure mm. as well, which I love for that group. We always love a defensive midfielder getting in there, too. So... Great work by the Suns this week overall. And Dreno, three votes. Give her the three votes this week. Easy, 100%. Doc, who are you going? Who's your woman this week?
2: We're going back to the Saints game. Um, and a player that started the year magnificently is my favourite giraffe, Kate <laughs> <laughs> yes. has already in, in two games already has equaled her career best in goals uh, with six. And she kicked two goals two on the weekend and five marks as well. Could could have easily had a three piece or a four piece um, this this weekend, uh, uh, Kate. But no, nah, she's been she's been good. She presents herself really really well uh, forward of the ball. Took a nice contested mark as well in this game. But just everything I like about her is just coming is just coming to bear now. Mm. And and it's it's a great story, Kate, because I think back to when she was playing mm. at Carlton, she was just this lanky, tall unit who just sort of looked 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 a little bit out of her element, I must say. And I, and I'm not I don't mean to be harsh. But she got she got dumped by by the Blues. I think it was after a, a year or two, and um, and, and was sent and was playing VFLW footy. Was toiling away, did some nice things playing ruck forward, and has now got her opportunity. And she's um, and she's come along and leaps and bounds since then. And well done, well done to Kate. Uh, she's just a terrific player.
0: Who goes to her this week? Lampard likes to play free, so nah, you have to say it won't won't be Lampard. Birch or Gillard? I reckon Gillard.
2: It's, Gillard, for for height—it's the best matchup. I, th- I think Gillard, like for like. Is, yeah. Is, is, I, th- I think sh- she's been good, Gillard. I think she's sort she's of really good against Adelaide. She was very good, and uh, I thought she—I thought she was very solid against. Uh, I think it was against Talia Randall she was playing on for much, yeah, mu- much, of the, much of the evening. So, nah, big that, I, job for her. She, she's been good filling in the shoes of Gab Colvin this year, Cap. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, she's been very, very good. So, should be a juicy matchup, Miller. Who's your woman's I'm sake?
1: going to the Essendon-Carlton game, and I'm going a player that I rate really highly, and I think she's going to have a, a really strong year. It's Abby McKay. Yes. The way that she tackles and her pressure around the ball is something that stands out to me. 11 touches on the weekend, five kicks, six um, handballs, nine tackles. Ugh. But just her, her presence in terms of pressure is what Carlton have needed, and they've got it, and she's been really good, I think, to start the season, and... Big reason why they won on the weekend, and they're going to need it again if they want to get something out this season so far. The is Blues it, is
2: it Abby or uh, Mimi's midfield at Carlton? <laughs> <laughs> mm, they do love the
0: hill. Abby has stepped into Grace Egan's role very, yeah. very well so far this season. Um, I think it'll be interesting how they balance it out if McAvoy can yeah. get back in there too. Yep. She's been really good off that half-back flank. They love her at halfback. She, I think she's got to get back into that midfield group too.
1: I think yeah. they can find the blend with the three of them if they yeah. just get it right. But I think this so thing with uh,
0: Kez playing on the wing as yeah. well. Yeah, weekend. I thought
2: that was strange.
0: Well She did all right. I thought she did pretty well. She, she covered a st- lot of ground.
2: She was starting on. The, she was starting in the uh, centre bounce. I think it was in the second mm. half against Carlton the week before too. Oh, oh sorry, against Collingwood throwing the <laughs> Oh God, I think I think half knows he's
0: cooked. <laughs> Nah, so great, great choice, Miller. I thought she was great against us. Could have named a bunch of blues players, really. Yeah, totally I thought they played lot of them against played us really well. No, that's fantastic. I'll jump into my team of the week as well, boys, before yes. we get into the tips. This is a bloody hard one to pick. There were so many good selections that I could have made across every position, but I'm, I'm, I'm watching you. Hopefully, we've got. All the bases covered here. I'll start from the back line. Uh, Chelsea Bedell, I've got down at full back. She had a fantastic game uh, game. on the weekend and great to see the Crows back on the winner's list. Uh, Libby Birch gets in there too. She was a perennial part of my team last week and she did a great job uh, locking down the, the North Melbourne forwards as she always does in the back line. On the half back flank, I've got Gab Pound. She didn't have as many touches as she normally does, but what I thought mm. was excellent from her was the lockdown role she played both on Fetty Fru and Jess Witchner. Both of those girls barely got a touch on the footy, and that's because every time Pound was on them, uh, she'd swatted the ball away, didn't let them get anywhere near it. She was fantastic uh, for that. So for both her defensive role and her rebounding, A-plus effort from Gab. Bianca Jacobson takes off the center half-back. Uh, she's been fantastic to start this year and she'll be winning that Saints best and fairest if she keeps going the way she does
2: like she did last season. Back to back. She's got some stiff competition, Doc, as uh, with, with the forwards keep going. And t- tani White's knocking down the door too. Yeah, she, she's, saying, saying good. she's saying hello.
0: Nat Grider is my other halfback flanker. She's been elite to start this season. She's loving the leadership Very role good. so far. On the wings, I've got a couple of players who are actually playing on the wing. Karen Paxman takes one spot. Uh, the way she's been able to flourish playing outside with the likes of West and Purcell going into the guts has been absolutely outstanding. Uh, and She once again was enormous against North on the weekend. Geordie Allen, Doc, one of our absolute favourites to start this season. Yes, She was huge again, uh, running the wings with Rowie. They're just two brilliant players together and she was fantastic. Uh, Jazz Garner in the centre went absolutely mental uh, against the Ds, mids. Cool. She's going to be... Notching up a few votes, boys. Early in the season, she was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, she will be in she, round one 2 she'll,
2: she'll be getting six votes. She'd have to be. Two. Well, well, it'll be interesting
0: in this all, case all, Also, if
2: Sarah Black does listen to. That's how you pick a team of the week. <laughs> oh no, we're only halfway through it here, Doc. Well, that that well, she put. Ellie Drennan and um, Amy McDonald on the wing and I don't think they've ever played a wing position in their life. <laughs> no. oh, that was an interesting one, wasn't it? Uh, on the half-forward flank, I've got Caitlin
0: Greiser, boys. What a game she had in the forward line. Like we said, five goals between her and Shearlaw, Uh and it wouldn't be surprised that Kate Sheilaw is at centre-half forward too. Uh, just a great combination and I hope they keep kicking snags between them. Uh, a bit more time in the forward line for one of your favourites this week, Miller. Emily Bates. Yeah. Gets the other the, the other position on the half forward flank. Kicked two snags for the first time in her career. Uh, and she said she doesn't mind the forward line, but she'd like to stay more midfield. I don't, like, I don't mind her anywhere
1: on the field. She's a gun. She's, yes. she's an absolute gun anyway. But yeah, it'd be nice to see her kick some more scores and mm. shit. It'd be good.
0: Still racked up the 20-odd touches anyway, even though she was spending half the game up forward. (laughs) Uh, The full forward line in the pocket, we've got Courtney Jones. Fantastic game from her this week, boys. Kicked her two first snags for the Suns. She was instrumental at ground level. And at full forward, they tore us apart this week, so they had to get the nod. Darcy Vessio, three Three. goals. Alex Morecambe was uh, a little bit out of her depth taking on Darcy, but uh, unfortunately for her... (laughs) three goals <laughs> against her in a debut game but uh, fantastic effort from Vestio. they've started well round one was pretty
2: shaky for the whole team it's but about, they let's pick the goal a, it's about what you'd expect from Das yeah. in, in a big time game just sort of nowhere to be found
0: but in this game yeah three goals speaks for itself in the ruck we've got Brianne Moody. Oh, yes. Uh, she was robbed of the All-Australian ruck position last year. She better bloody get it this year. She's been enormous to start the season. Go,
2: got, got in my All-Australian team. I think that's better, that than was any, good. That, that, that better than any other All-Australian team you'll find.
0: Yeah, absolutely dominated the hitouts against the Bombers because we don't have a ruck at the moment. <laughs> Uh, starting off the midfield is my woman, Ellie Drennan. She was just an author, as I said before. And Mon Conti gets the other nod in the centre bounce. She had a huge, huge game. Uh, Been the Tigers' best, without a doubt, so far to start the season. On the bench, we've got a few midfielders. Amy McDonald gets the first nod. She was Great huge shot, this one. against Frio. Obviously, Turbo's always throwing her body around the chair, but she still <laughs> managed to get 27 possessions, I think it was, out of this game.
2: 19 contested possessions too, Kat. Yeah, she just loves she, the in-and-under stuff. She loves contested footy. Tilly
0: Lucas-Rod uh, in a really tough up. game for the Hawks. Stood up as all good captains do. She was enormous through the middle. And the last midfielder I've gotten here, your skipper as well, Doc, Ellie Ooh. Blackburn. Oh,
2: that's a very good one.
0: She stands up <laughs> when the game's yeah. on the line. And I thought not just her on-field mm. leadership but off-field as well when the girls were obviously yeah down in the dumps and really were struggling to get back into the game. Uh, when Britt went down, I thought she was fantastic in lifting the team around her, as she always does when the game's on the line. I love that from Ellie. Uh, Abby Ballard, of course, with the performance she had, the two goals, plus a Rising Star nomination, Miller. Good on her. I think that's well good. Oh, I like that. She was fantastic. That's
2: great it is a very good team. And the last player, oh, one more player left. More.
0: One more player on the bench. Uh, Aisling Sheridan, boys. Oh, Sheridan. Her tackling pressure in this game was absolutely elite. Doc, talking about the number one forward 50 tackler in the league is Nikki Zenos, but Sheridan's given her a bit of a shake, I reckon. I like the time she's spending in the midfield too, Doc. Did it a bit at the end of last season. Yeah. And she's rotated through the centre bounce uh, in the last two games too, so she's in cracking form to start the season, and I hope she keeps it up. Uh, sorry, Rowie. Uh, she was my favourite
2: Irish woman this week. Jeez, that's a good team. Jeez, e- Erica O'Shea would be a bit stiff cat. Yeah. She, was, she was very, very good against the D's. Knocking down the door. Don't
0: worry, Doc. I think she'll be due for a selection at some point throughout the year. Uh, but we'll move on to our tips to finish off the show. Good showing from all of us this week. None of us less than six. Uh, Miller, unfortunately, on 12 <sighs> at the bottom of the pack.
2: How did it catch up, how, mate? How does it feel down there, Miller? What a tip for you! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was asking myself that same question. I also got six for fourteen, but Doc with a near perfect week, eight with out of nine, with eight to be leading the comp on fifteen.
2: The only one I got wrong was the um was the West Coast Gold Coast game. And I blame you for that, Cap. <laughs> I bought I, I bought I bo- I, I into that, and uh, I got. I tipped sold. the Suns. I sold. I, I got sold lemons.
0: Yeah, I shouldn't But have, I'm, pretty, shouldn't have but I'm pretty
2: happy with getting the cats right and the, and the blues right. So yes. The lemonade
1: expired three years ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> our tips this week, though, will be interesting to see how we go. A few big games across the weekend, and it all starts on Friday evening. The Dogs and dogs. the Dockers at Icon. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be Bulldogs. Cool <laughs> Margin, <Dogs>. boys? 50. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Absolute clinic. I've not seen anything from the Dogs forward line to suggest they can do that. No, I haven't seen uh, anything
1: from Frio's whole list to suggest that they can stop that. I no. 28
0: points. Dogs by 30. 50. He's going big
2: Gabby Newton kicks
0: too <laughs> Alright We love it from Gabby uh, Saturday The early game Adelaide and North Melbourne At Unley Oval No idea where the hell that is
2: It says here Wigan Oval Yeah it oh. says Wigan Wigan Oval Wigan, Wigan Athletic Wigan Out <laughs> Wigan Out <laughs> So they're flying over to the UK uh, for This This one. is going to be a great game I
0: think This should be an absolute ripper I kind of want to back north Yeah so this, do I boys. I'm backing north I'm going to pick the Crows It's a huge one This this C- Crows is at home Season defining. It's really weird to think that the Crows could be one and two if they lose this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I thought Richmond outplayed them for three quarters on Saturday. Um, Miller, yeah. whoever
0: loses this game is going to be one and two. So it's a big road up. Both <laughs> of these. Teams. If North lose this game, they'll be stiff. They'll be very stiff It'll to be stiff. one and two. Oh, it's going to be a big I s- one. I say North. All right, yeah, I'm sticking with the Roos too. Uh, Saturday, the first ever – I'm not calling it the Battle of the Bridge. The no. Sydney Derby. Sydney Derby. First ever Sydney Derby in the AFLW. The Swans and the Giants
2: at the SCG. It might
1: be where the Swans get their only win.
2: I don't know. I think the Giants have been – th- They actually have been solid. They've been solid. I Pretty thought, poor, obviously, this week. Oh, look, against the Brisbane side who are red hot. No one's beating Brisbane. No, 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 not many people – not many teams are going to beat Brisbane. But I thought their first quarter was very good, yeah, the Giants. Yeah. Nobody beating Brisbane FC. I'm going to go with the Giants as well. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Giants. I'm going to pick the Giants. I'll go. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Swans give it a real crack. I'll go Swans. All right, he's going for it.
0: I don't oh. mind it. If there's any game they're going to win, mate. Geelong and Collingwood <laughs> uh, at Cadinia Park. This These is, two have put on some good games. This is a tough game. This is a very tough game. This is a really In Geelong tough
2: game. it is. In Geelong. 410. Mm. So just after afternoon tea. Um,
0: it's going to be a big, big battle. Jamie Lambert in doubt. Doc came oh, ish, off the ish, ground with ish? an ankle, I think, late in the third term. If she's out, I'm tipping Geelong.
2: She's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, though. Jamie Lambert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't she, she was th- their best on last <laughs> time they you played You can't, you can't kill her. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't kill Jamie Lambert. And there was also a bit of fire in it last time they played. Yeah, she was getting stuck into Georgie Prasparkas throughout the game.
2: Yeah. I, l- I like what I'm seeing in that Geelong midfield, though. Yeah. Chris nine clearances against the Dockers. Which is huge. Amy McDonald, you mentioned before, obviously. Even oh. Nina Morrison got him with a goal. Okay. Eight mm. tackles.
0: Oh, what do we reckon? Uh, I say pie.
2: Oh, just going to go the Cats.
0: I'm going the Cats as well. I think this is going to be a cracker. Close to game of the round here. I like this one. It will be game of the round. <laughs>
2: Yeah, unlike this game. 4, Brisbane Q at the gabbook. It's gonna be Brisbane by seventy. It's, only I think bit, it'll it'll it's not even the
0: Suns' fault. You're just playing the best. Yeah. I just want to see the Suns put up a fight yeah. in this one, really. Yeah,
2: and it's not and we're not saying the Suns are garbage. No. Like I think Brisbane are red hot. The, the Lions are,
0: are miles ahead of everyone else yeah, at the
2: moment. Right now they're just Well, to be honest, they they play they, they did play against oh look, the Giant oh look, we did say the Giants were okay, but Freo are probably the worst team in the comp at the moment. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> Kicking off on
0: Sunday for the Super Sunday, Carlton and Port at Icon Park. Whoa. Going to be an interesting one. This will be
1: interesting to see how Port responds. No yep.
0: Houghton, as we said, for the, rest of the majority of the rest of the season. Yeah, Blues. <laughs> I think the Blues will take a lot of blues. confidence out of <laughs> their win. Just hey. don't want to fade out late again. Yeah. Blues.
2: Yeah, it's blues. Blues. <laughs> <laughs> See blues. The uh
0: rules. this game I think is gonna be a huge mm. one as well. St Kilda and Melbourne. As we said, this Ooh. is, is the test. This is the it, test, cap. This is the litmus test was in Kilda, cap. I think they match up well against them. They beat <sighs> them their first ever win was obviously against the D's. Yeah. That Morabin. was, that was. They ran them hard last season too, when the D's were obviously quite. They're S- in form. Saints are in form. Demons are also in form. I'm not going to tip them. I think the Ds can do it, but I think this will go absolutely right down to the wire. It's going to be under under five-point margin. If, yeah. the,
2: if they kick a scoreline of three goals eight again, they'll lose to St. Kilda. It's true. They've got to convert. They've Get got Harris to con- in the bloody forward line. Um, with no confidence, I'm going the Ds. I, I, I'm big on the Saints at the moment, mm. but I just think they'll... Van Dijk out of the back line yeah. leaves me a little bit Yeah, yeah makes a big blow. It makes me a little bit makes me a little bit nervous too. Mm. I say D but it's not gonna but be much.
1: Not gonna be much. Yeah. Under under five points. It's gonna be very
0: close.
2: Richmond and Hawthorne at Punt Road oh, if next you, game. If you, if you don't win this game, Miller, you've <laughs> got to win if this. If we line. don't win this, not making finals. Bottle no. bottle the damn season up. Get Ferguson out. This is this is the start
0: That's of it. what could be a good run here, get Miller. Off. You've got the Hawks, you've got the Bombers, which could be. I think it's going to be a really good game.
2: How far away is Katie Brennan? How far away is she? Two I weeks,
1: know. I think.
0: She's got to get her in. She needs to get. We need runs. to kick some score.
1: Yep. Kick score. Score goal. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you've got you've got every chance against this Hawks mob Forward this week. Goal.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go us. Yeah, come no, on, y- come y- on, y- Tigers. You'll you'll smash them. You will absolutely smash them, and I think. That look, the Hawks the Hawks are gonna be alright in, in the long run, but right now they've they're just missing too many players. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think the Tigers oh they should be two on zip. Should be. Should be. They should cost be cost themselves
0: here. The Sunday night bedtime game. <laughs> uh six ten start in <laughs> the late one At here. The mines. Uh West Coast and my mob. We've got we've got the we've got
2: the camping tents out in the mines. Yeah. Um
0: I wanna say after a disappointing performance, the Eagles. Maddie yeah
2: tucks us in the bed. <laughs> Thank you, Maddie.
0: Um, but I want to. I want to have faith in my team here and say the Bombers.
2: Oh, the thing about the though, I don't know what sort of team. I was going to say, who's rocking up this week? Yeah, if we, they we, if they win here, I'd like to see them
0: establish a strong presence at home because they haven't had much of that yet in their history. I
2: think, I think this this is a game where clearances will be Where clearances are key mm. for you. If, if Presparks has a has a mammoth game, I think you get over. Well,
0: when hasn't she had a mammoth game yet?
2: I Even say West Mackin Coast both weeks. Oh, you.
1: I've said it, <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. Oh, and tips f- are in, and the phone is in the pocket.
2: <laughs> tips are in, phone's in the pocket. Who so are you those? going, Doc? I'm going go to go the Dons. But you I'm, bastards. I'm not confident. Come on, boys. All I wouldn't girls. be su- I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles get up. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't. Need, like I said, Doc, establish that presence at home. Make it a fortress.
2: <laughs> the, uh, the the mines are a fortress <laughs> now. <laughs> they can only hope the so. The
1: Underminer. <laughs>
2: We just realised that West that Coast what coach is not Michael Pryor, it's the, uh, the underminer from the Incredibles. So is that what Mick Pryor calls himself? I think that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to
0: do us for this week's episode of the A3 Footy Podcast. Make sure you go back and listen to our men's episode two, previewing the upcoming finals, talking about everything out of week one. Huge parts of the season for both of these competitions. Obviously, every team still wants to get off to a good start before we reach bloody the halfway point. It's going to sneak up on us quicker than we think it is. I cannot wait boys huge games this Ooh. week. I'll be there at Morabin on Sunday. Should be a good one.
1: Should be a massive game. We
2: should, we'll be, I'll I'll have it tuned in. I'll be uh I'll be at home. I'll be uh what, Very good. I'll be uh, on on the piss Saturday night. <laughs>
0: Wake up with a bit of footy. We love it. Wake
2: up with a bit of footy. We do love it. And I'll be uh, I'll be watching it. I'll be scribing a lot for the mongrel this, this season. Yes. yes. The we likes and it. dislikes column are already getting a lot of traction.
0: Yes. Been very good, Doc. Make sure you follow us across all our socials so you know when new episodes come out. A3Footy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at A3Footy on Twitter. And our email as well, A3Footy at gmail.com. We've been putting up our polls with some great traction recently. So mm. keep voting on those if you're keen. Because we love the engagement. With all that said, I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller. And I've been Alex Doherty. Stay tuned and I oh, can't wait for a huge episode next week. It's going to be massive prelim finals coming up and all the juicy action out of round three. Thanks for listening. Carnabum's kind of come, come on, Richmond. For <laughs> God's sake.
2: Go Beck Miller. <laughs>